It's game time. Spill and tea and talk in sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast mm-hmm. with your host, Say my name, D. Hey y'all, it's D. Gill here coming at you with another great episode of the Game Day Tea. I am so happy to do this for you all each and every single Tuesday. Reminder, if you miss any of my episodes, you can go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast and search out sports and find the Game Day Tease podcast. But while you're at it, listen to everybody else's podcast with the Al Sports family. Uh, we have really, really good podcasts for you to listen to. However, today, I do want to talk about the NFL Draft. That's right, the 2021 NFL Draft. Uh, a little bit about myself. Football is my favorite sport, uh, specifically the NFL. I do like college NCAA, but the NFL holds a special place in my heart. My favorite team is the Atlanta Falcons. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So I got to naturally talk about a 2021 NFL draft recap. Now, I have to pour some tea for this. Okay, girl. <coughs> Ooh, that went down my trachea. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways, so the draft was in Cleveland, Ohio. Which, uh, you know, watching it on TV, I kind of prejudged it. Like, what is going on in Cleveland? And if you're from Cleveland, I apologize. I'm from Atlanta, so that's what I have to compare it to. However, it looks like it was a lot of fun. I will be a negative Nancy for one little minute. And it was a lot of people in the crowd all packed on each other. And the commissioner came out there and said, hey, you know, everybody in the crowd is fully vaccinated. If they don't have a mask on. And I was like, okay, girl. All right. (laughs) Like, did y'all check cards? Anyways, I digress. I hope everybody is safe and sound in their homes. No symptoms, whatever, of COVID. None of that. Hell, the flu even, right? You know, that's what we want. The best for people. However, I will say it did look a little cold, but it was cool. It was nice and quaint, and I guess they did what they had. They could do in the amount of time constraints and COVID protocols and all this other stuff. So I did enjoy looking at that part. Uh, it didn't go off. Nothing crazy happened. I don't think there was like a, any crazy moment at all where I was just like, mm, I that was a F up. <laughs> that was an F up. But no, so it went really well. And uh, hopefully it can come to San Francisco so I can go. You know, that's where I'm. I, I'm living in the Bay Area now. So hopefully I can go to Oakland or San Francisco and attend a draft one day. Because it looks a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, however... I do want to talk about this. The NFL draft, you know, has a lot of stories uh, about people coming from all types of different backgrounds. And uh, this person has an NFL dad. This person has a track star mom. They made the superhuman baby of the six foot seven, 330 pound football player. And they get drafted in the first round. But the, the, the story that caught my Eye and tears are coming down my eyes. Quiddy Pay, okay. He is from Liberian. He's from a Liberian heritage. His mom, you know, came over to Rhode Island, and she worked two jobs just to put him through high school, a private high school. So she wanted more for her son, and he got drafted in the first round of the 2021 draft to the Indianapolis Colts. When I tell y'all, I just want y'all to Google, if y'all can, 
Uh, type in YouTube if even Quiddy Pay gets drafted. Uh, it's amazing. His whole family is there. They're in their African uh, dress and everything. Their 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 uh, paraphernalia, if you will. It's just so humbling. It just humbles you. They're crying. And he was like, I'm going to retire my mom. My mom doesn't have to work anymore. And I got to thinking, you know, what more, what more would you want as a, as a child to be able to say thank you to your parents than to say, mom, you don't have to work no more. At 22 years old, he's able to say that. Mom, you don't have to work no more. He's a millionaire, multi-millionaire right now. After he signs his contract, pretty sure he's already got some hush money underneath the table from an agent. I think. Oops. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's just me playing around, y'all. Nothing serious. Uh, but seriously though, I mean that is remarkable. Like I wish I can do that for my mom, for my dad one day. Just like you know what, mom, sit down, kick your feet up. You good, girl. You Gucci. Shout out to Quiddy Pay in Indianapolis Colts for giving him a chance. I, 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 that was a, such a touching moment and wow, kudos to you. Now, before I get into these draft grades, I do want to say that, um, the way how I grade is what I think teams need. Now I am no professional. I'm not a scout. I'm not an agent. I'm not none of that, but just, I'm a casual football fan. I think I know more than the average person about football and NFL personnel, uh, like, you know, just somebody that only just watches on Sunday. I actually follow transactions and the draft and the waiver wire and all this other stuff. Right. So I think I kind of have a little bit of merit as, and especially as a gay man, you know, people doubt my NFL skills, but I can tell you every single, like Mac Jones went to university of Alabama, sat behind Tua Tagovailoa, sat behind Jalen Hurts, who was drafted by the Eagles in the second round two years ago. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa was drafted by the Miami Dolphins uh, last year. He, you know, he waited his turn at Alabama and they all won championships at their time in Alabama. And now he got drafted 15th overall by the New England Patriots. Like I know that stuff off the top of my head. You know, so that I, I, I've got some, I got a little bit of merit to say I know what I'm talking about. So, without further ado, let's get into these draft grades after the break. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Game Day T. I am your host, D. Gill, and I am talking about NFL draft grades. Alright, so the, we're going to go in alphabetical order. We're going to keep this short and sweet. I'm just going to name one pick that I just absolutely love from each team. Alright, Arizona Cardinals, you're up. First, Zavin Collins, y'all. He's a 6'5", 259-pound uh, uh, linebacker from Tulsa. Tulsa. Uh, he's really, really darn good. Like, he's a blend size pick for uh, just, just he can come downhill, pass rush. He can drop in coverage. He can make the sacks. He can make the interceptions. That boy can run. You hear me? That is my favorite pick from the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I would love for him to have Pro Bowl seasons. I, I can truly envision it, Okay. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, my home team, needless to say, we drafted the unicorn fourth overall, Cal Pitts. If you haven't seen his highlights, go look at his highlights. Cal Pitts, University of Florida. He's a 6'6", 245-pound tight end 
but he's more he's more than just the old school uh, I'll block you tight and his ass can get out that line catch the ball you can split him out wide or put him in the slot he can be your extra wide receiver he can do it all he's the best player in this draft and it wasn't for other co- teams needing quarterbacks I'm pretty sure you probably would have went over number one overall uh, well Trevor Lawrence but after that it gets kind of dicey for me anyways Baltimore I love 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 Rashad Bateman pick uh, wide receiver out of Minnesota, he's a really, really, really good wide receiver. Check out his highlights. They need help opposite Hollywood uh, in Baltimore. They need to give Lamar Jackson some weapons, and they did that with their first overall pick in the NFL draft. Buffalo, Gregory Rousseau, 6'7", 266, y'all. Can you imagine lining up against that if you're an offensive lineman? 6'7", 266 coming around the edge. You better have your big boy jock straps on. <laughs> He's my favorite player for the Buffalo Bills. And shout out to Buffalo. They really believe in the line of scrimmage up there. They drafted two uh, edge rushers in the draft back-to-back. That's what I'm talking about. Take notes, Falcons. Anywho, Carolina, uh, I hate to say this because they, you know, they're our rivals in the NFC South. But I really like, really, really like the Deontay Brown pick for them. Deontay Brown is a offensive guard from the University of Alabama. He's 6'3". 344 pounds. They got him uh, in the sixth round, which is very good value because he started on the national championship team at the University of Alabama. Now, I said, can you imagine if you had to go up against a 6'7", 253-pound defensive end and Gregory Rousseau, but imagine seeing a 6'3", 344-pound offensive guard wearing down your ass. You're going to get the hell out of the way. <laughs> so, shout out for Carolina. We're going to have to uh, see this dude play two times a year. Uh, great. That's all I can say is great. Chi-Town, Chicago. You know, Justin Fields kind of slid in the draft. People thought he may go second overall. People thought he may go to the 49ers. Nope. He went all the way to pick number 11, but the Chicago Bears had the uh, trade up in the draft to get him. Chicago has been looking for a quarterback since forever, and he is going to come in, work his tail off. He's from the crib, Georgia. You know, he's so I already know he has that work ethic. This is going to be a really, really good. Chicago is going to make some noise in the future. I'm telling you, Justin Fields, remember the name. Started off at the University of Georgia, transferred to Ohio State. And uh, took them just deep in the playoffs. Shout out to you, Justin Fields. His sister plays softball at the University of Georgia. Very athletic background, uh, family. I, I love it. I'm going to be watching your career, Justin. Don't disappoint me. Cincinnati Bengals, you got to say Jamar Chase. If anybody watched any part of the 2019 NCAA college football season, you saw the LSU Tigers blew everybody out. I mean, they didn't lose the game. And a big part of that was uh, Burrow, that who's now playing for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. But his wide receiver, Jamar Chase, at LSU that year, has now also been drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, AJ Green has left. The University of Georgia product has left the team uh, in free agency. And now they have Jamar Chase coming in as their number one receiver, 6'0", 201 pounds. This boy is legit, y'all. He is going to light it up on Sundays opposite T. Higgins. Their, Cincinnati has their one, two receivers locked down and quarterback locked down. I would have loved to see them get a little bit more offensive line help, but hey, when you got an electric receiver like Jamar Chase, who gives a crap? Cleveland. All right, I got to say my favorite pick of the the Cleveland 
Browns draft is not their first overall pick, not their second overall pick, not their third uh, round pick, but it's Richard LeCount, Georgia safety. Uh, he's from Georgia. He played at the University of Georgia. This dude, y'all, who's the heart and soul of that secondary at the University of Georgia, can really, really rangy kid, can get all the interceptions. You know, he had an unfortunate, uh, what was that, dirt bike type of accident that just really messed him up and kept him out of a couple of games. So I think that's why he dropped. But they got an absolute steal, absolute steal in Richard LeCount. I hope the best for you, dog. Uh, represent the home state, Georgia, really, really well. All right, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? My favorite has to be Jabril Cox. The reason why I like Jabril Cox, he's a linebacker. He started his career at North Dakota State University. Yes, that's right, North Dakota State University. But he transferred to LSU, and he kept his production up. He's the smallest linebacker, but he will hit you in the mouth. He will intercept that pass, and I think he's really going to do well in uh, Dan Quinn's system there. They have a Dallas has the potential to have a scary defense if these get these boys coached up. Uh, every They went all mostly all defense, started with Michael Parsons in the first round, 6'3", 246-pound linebacker for Penn State. And they said, all right, Dak Prescott, you got the offense. Mike McCarthy, coach up the offense. We know you have to put up points. When Dak is healthy, he's probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Now, top 10. I'll give him top 10 quarterbacks in the league. Now, they said, all right, what did we do? We were losing games 35-38. We were losing games 40-something, 40-something. We got to short the defense. Shout out to Dallas. They're going to love Jabril Cox when he takes the field. Denver, all right? Denver. I love their first-round pick, Denver Broncos. Uh, Patrick Sertan. He's 6'2", 208 pounds from the University of Alabama. He has a, a background with his dad, uh, played sports. Very thick, athletic cornerback. Denver is going to love them. You know, so uh, shout-outs to you, Denver. Y'all have y'all's future uh, quarterback for at least the next five years or more. He's really good. Uh, anybody that Alabama produces nowadays from the secondary, uh, you, you, you you can't miss. However, I will say their second-round pick, Javante Williams out of North Carolina, watch his highlights on YouTube. He's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. And the Falcons had that pick. I wouldn't have minded them taking Javante Williams out of North Carolina, but they traded back, got a fourth-round pick. I'm cool with it. But Javante Williams, mark my words, will be one of the best running backs in the league in the next two years, all right? Detroit Lions, Penny Sewell, dude, bro, sis, they, them, you, whatever. Look at his highlights on YouTube. 6'5", 331 pounds, Penne, P-E-N-E-I, Sewell, S-E-W-E-L-L. He went fifth overall in the um, 2021 draft. This dude, will <laughs> he will come and lay it on your ass. You know what I mean? Like, he's big, strong. As a matter of fact, I like the whole damn draft for the Detroit Lions. They did they did the darn thing. They really need to protect, uh, what's his name? They came over from the LA Rams. I can't think of his name right now. But they really need to protect him, get some uh, pass protection going on, and they could compete in the NFC North. Green Bay Packers. Now, 
This all this drama with Aaron Rodgers being upset and not wanting to come back to the team. Girl, hush, girl. you a multi-millionaire getting to play, getting paid to play a kid's game. Get your coins. You know, yeah, did they draft a, a quarterback last year and Kyle Up, I think was his name, and then he had to not he had to sit and they didn't tell you about him drafting a quarterback. Well, guess what? People don't get told that they get fired every single day in America. It's the business. They already got your replacement working on while they about to trying to figure out how they're gonna fire you. That's with any business in America. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, quit your little bitching, and it's going to be all right. You a multimillionaire, and your fiance is hot. <laughs> She's hot. What more do you want, Mr. Chico, California? Come on now. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> but Eric Stokes, okay, he is my favorite, one of my fat favorite first-round picks because he had nothing handed to him. Uh, he came from uh, the east side of Atlanta, I believe, 6'1", 194 pounds, Three-star recruit coming out of high school. Nobody really rated him high. Kirby Smart took a chance on him because he's a track star. Really, really fast. 4.29 in the 40-yard dash. When I tell you he booking it, if I wanted to rob a bank with somebody, that would be him. Shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. University of Georgia product, he did it really well, and I'm so, so proud of him. He even went uh, higher than his teammate uh, to, at the Jacksonville Jaguars, which a lot of people didn't really expect. But kudos to you, Eric Stokes. I know you're going to do really well because they need to replace Kevin King. Sorry, ass. Houston Texans. Davis Mills, uh, 6'4", 217 out of Stanford. He was, what, the one number, number one overall recruit in his high school year? I mean... Homeboy is good, but it's just like, did you really need a quarterback when you got Deshaun Watson? Now, I know Deshaun got this whole massage gate going on right now with all these women alleging that he did some inappropriate stuff in massages. However, I, I mean, you got holes all over that defense, the offense. I do like the Nico Collins pick, a wide receiver. However, you, I didn't under, quite understand this pick. Moving right along. Indianapolis, as you, as I open up the show, Quiddy Pay. But a favorite pick, hands down. Uh, his story is remarkable. I loved him at the University of Michigan. You can play him on the outside. He can rush the passer on the inside. He's going to do it all for them. Uh, they you, you all going to love him. Indianapolis fans, you're going to love, love, love him up there. Okay, Jacksonville Jaguars. I got to say Trevor Lawrence. He was the number one overall pick for a reason. Mr. Sunshine. Long, flowy hair. Everybody, pause. Google Trevor Lawrence. Clemson quarterback. Oh, now he's the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. He is the real deal. 6'6", 213. He just got married this year. This dude is is all about his faith, all about giving back. Just a very likable guy. Very likable guy. I am rooting for him to do good things. Urban Meyer, please do not ruin this dude's career because he is a stud. Kansas City Chiefs. I like the Chiefs draft. Uh, I do like their second Round pick, Creed Humphrey. Uh, he's a badass, a badass, badass center, 6'4", 302 pounds, which I didn't think he was going to last that long in the second round. Uh, every, anybody that watched the Super Bowl saw that Tampa Bay just destroyed their offensive line. So what does Kansas City do? They go out and trade for uh, the big tackle Brown from Baltimore. They go out and get some other people on the offensive line uh, in free agency, and they get Creed Humphreys in, in the draft, and it's like, all right. Then they double up on the sixth round, Trey Smith out of Tennessee, who could probably be my second favorite pick of their draft, who was who just failed due to medical reasons. But he's a he's a stout guard himself. So hey, I think Kansas City is going back to the Super Bowl. They're going to be my pick to go for the from the AFC already. All right, LAC, the Los Angeles Clippers. 
I love, love, love. <laughs> I love that they took Asante Samuel Jr. His dad played in the NFL. He actually played for the Eagles and the Falcons a little bit. Very, very good ball skills, just like his daddy. I mean, picks picks all the way, interceptions. I think he's going to really do, do well for them. Los Angeles Rams. Now, they had a bit of a kind of so-so draft. They had a lot of picks, but nothing really stood out to me. And if I'm a Rams fan, I'm like, all right, cool. All right, it's, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, you got Tutu Atwells was their second-round pick. They didn't have a first-round pick. 5'9", 155-pound receiver. I hope you stay healthy, Tutu, because you're electric with the ball in your hands. Uh, they really use you well in Louisville, and I hope uh, they really use you well out there in L.A. Raiders. Now, the Raiders got a lot of flack for their first-round selection, Alex Leatherworth, a 6'5", 312, offensive tackle out of Alabama. They thought he reached. But, hey, you got a quarterback, David Carr. He's your guy, obviously. You got to protect him. But he wasn't my favorite pick of their draft. Uh, Trevor Morig was my favorite pick. He's a safety. He does it all. He can hit you. He can intercept the ball. Very good uh, choice by Mike Mayock in the Las Vegas Raiders. Miami. Now, Miami has been hoarding picks for this year's draft, next year's draft. I mean, they got it going on. I loved, 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 loved their draft. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama. Jalen Phillips, defensive end out of Miami. Jevin, uh, Javon Holland, Oregon, safety. Uh, they got a tackle in there. But my absolute favorite pick would have to be Waddle. Jalen Waddle, if you look at his highlights out of University of Alabama, J. A-Y-L-E-N. Waddle, you will see that he is very, very electric with the ball in his hands. They're going to love him down there in Miami. Minnesota. Are y'all staying with me? Because I'm, I'm, I'm rapid fire. I'm spitting rapid fire right now. <laughs> Minnesota. I, I love their, their draft as well. They always pick the guys that are just tough and nasty on the line. My favorite pick has to be their third round pick, Patrick Jones out of Pittsburgh. He's tall, lean, 6'5", dude. He's going to really do well rushing the passer up there. New England. The New England Patriots, I have to say Mac Jones. He was, like I said earlier, he was there. The 15th overall pick. Dude was solid. People knock on him because he's, what, is he white? And he's not athletic like some of the other dudes? I don't know what it is. But he is a darn good quarterback. Very accurate. He beat my favorite team, University of Georgia. <laughs> so, hey, he beat uh, Florida, who was in an SEC championship. Matter of fact, oh, by the way, he beat every single person on his schedule last year to win the national championship. Uh, you got to take a fire on that. And he's going to Bill Belichick up there. And Mike Daniels, they know what they're doing up there. New Orleans, boo, hate the Saints. I'm a Falcons fan. F the Saints. Don't give a shit about them. Anyways, but if I had to pick, I'm not going to pick because I hate them. Anyways, next, New York Giants. Kadarius Tony. he's a very electric playmaker, wide receiver, a little bit on the smaller side, 6'0", 193 pounds. He tore my Georgia Bulldogs up, but uh, he's not my favorite. Aziz Ojolari is my favorite in this draft. University of Georgia, outside linebacker. His brother is at LSU now. He's going to be a, probably a first or second round pick. 6'2", 249 pounds. This boy got after the passer. When we needed a sack in crunch time, when we needed a sack, when the game was on the line, Aziz Ojolari came through. I love it. All right. Jets, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Zach Wilson. Perfect, beautiful, baby face. I love it. He's the future quarterback for them, I hope, because the way they did Sam Darnold up there, y'all need to give y'all. Did, they didn't give him no weapons, so how did they even really know what he he could do? Anyways, enter Zach Wilson. 
Sam Darnold gets traded to the Panthers, 6'2", 214 miles out of BYU. Uh, I hope you do well. Handle the media well. If they throw they throw something at you, you throw it right back at them, boo-boo. Okay, Zach? You do the darn thing. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> Anybody watch uh, It's Always in Sunny in Philadelphia? That's, that's a really good show. Anyways, Demonte Smith, I got to give it to him. Uh, he won the Heisman as a wide receiver, gets picked uh, 10th overall. I love it. <laughs> 6'0", 175 pounds, 170 pounds, probably soaking wet on a rainy football game. But this dude is electric. I liked him, Jalen Waddle, Rashad Bateman, all the wide receivers taken in the draft. I love it. Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this one's uh, 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 close to my heart because Najee Harris, he is he grew up from the area where I live at right now. And he is so loved up here, y'all. He is so loved. The 6'1", 232-pound running back out of Alabama. People say he's baby Derrick Henry. If you look up Derrick Henry, he's one of the most beautiful, built-in-the-lab type of running backs you'll ever see in the NFL. Uh, Najee, I'm rooting for you. I know you're going to kill it up there with Ben Roethlisberger and uh, all, all the weapons they have up there. Do your thing. Make the Bay Area proud. All right. Seattle Seahawks. I hated their draft. They had three people. That's all I can say. They traded all their they traded all their players away, uh, the draft picks away. Next, all right, San Francisco 49ers. I love Trey. Y'all good? Y'all gotta Google Trey Lance. Trey Lance, six four, two hundred twenty four pounds out of North Dakota State. Yes, I said it, North Dakota State. If somebody told you that you can't go to no small school and not get drafted, that's bullshit. This boy is bad. This boy is really, really good. He's going to do. Now, I, I'm partial to it because I still got baby daddy up there and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo still playing for the 49ers. So, I don't know what they're going to do about baby daddy. But Trey Lance, <laughs> Trey Lance is, is really good. So, Garoppolo, if you can stay healthy, sir, that would be really good because this dude can play. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I hate to say it, they won the Super Bowl. But Cal Trask out of Florida quarterback in the second round was deep, deep effing value. Uh, it's he's going to do really good things after Tom Brady retires. If he Tom Brady might play to fifty years old, I saw this man at the Kentucky Derby. This man looks damn good. Get shout out to you, Tom Brady. Tennessee Titans. You know they had a cool draft, but I I do like uh, Monte Monty Rice. You know he was a Georgia inside linebacker for the University of Georgia. He was the hardest over that linebacker room this year. 30 a little bit on the light side, but the boy has sideline to sideline speed. He can get after the passer, uh, dropping coverage, and he could really do some good things in the middle of that Tennessee Titans uh, defense. Washington football team. Now I liked their Shaka Tony out of Penn State. I just like the name. Shaka Tony. It's, it's a cool name. I don't know much. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I know he was a fringe, kind of third, fourth round player, but they got him in the seventh round. Hey, go up there, Shaka. Do the darn thing. Those are my draft grades. Let me know. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Who was your favorite pick of your favorite team? Let me know. I, hey, I want to argue too. Tell me, hey, D. Gill, you was wrong. This was so-and-so. Let's go because I'm going to spill that tea right back at you. Now, there's a couple of things before I wrap all this up that I want to just put out there, right? And it's negative. I hate doing negative stuff. I really do hate doing negative stuff. However, Deion Sanders over the weekend put out a tweet, and it made me scratch my head because it was shocking. No player from a historically black college and university was drafted. None. Nobody, not, hell, not even a long slapper, a snapper or a punter or a kicker. 
I mean, y'all are football players too, but come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. None. And I'm thinking, how many historically black college universities are out there? None of them football players can play. I went to a historically black college university for two years, Baduquim University down in Daytona Beach, Florida. Come on, man. Not one person. So he put out this statement over the weekend. And we have the audacity to hate on one another while our kids are being neglected and rejected. I witnessed multiple multitude of kids that we played against that were more qualified than to be drafted. My prayers are that this won't ever happen again. Get your knife out my back and fight with me, not against me. Change. Hashtag change. Hashtag truth. Hashtag Coach Prime. And it got me to thinking. I did a little bit more research. Do you know that the NFL has their own historically black college university NFL combine? Why don't they or why don't they invite these kids to the regular combine? I mean, this is really effed up. Like and what's the point of having a separate combine if nobody gets drafted in the NFL draft? I for sure thought David Moore out of Grambling State, the offensive guard, he's really good and he had a good showing at the senior bowl. I really thought he had a chance to go drafted, but he didn't even go drafted get drafted. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. Like, I need some answers. Somebody from the NFL, let me know what's up. Because, like, y'all totally neglected these HBCUs out here. And they have good players that have come out in the HBCU. And we have Hall of Famers from Jackson State, Grand State, in the, in the NFL. So what was the disconnect this year? I want to know. And I get some of their teams are playing in the spring. Does that, did that play a factor in it? I don't know. I really don't know. But I got some questions, boo. I got some questions. Like, for example, the Falcons, even though he was undrafted, but they still signed him, uh, uh, Jack Batho the fourth out of South Dakota School of Mines. South Dakota School of Mines. Hmm. I ain't trying to put no school down or nobody down. You know what I mean? He earned his right to get, you know, a part of the Falcons team as an undrafted free agent. But you mean to tell me nobody from a Bethune-Cookman University, Jackson State University, Grambling University, Florida A&M University, uh, Fisk University, Tennessee State University, uh, to, like, you know, come on, man. No, none of them people can get drafted. That ain't right. That ain't right. And I want to end with this. You, the state of Georgia in itself was very well represented in this year's draft. That we had uh, what, tw- 21 players get uh, get drafted. Uh, I'll run down this list really quick. I am I'm sorry, y'all. I, anytime I talk about football or sports in general, I got to talk about something about Atlanta or Georgia. That's just how it is on this podcast. If you don't like it, uh, don't hate me. Hate your mama. Anyways, <laughs> so we uh, Trevor Lawrence number one pick uh, in the draft from Clemson was from Georgia. J.C. Horn went to Alpharetta. Justin Fields was from Georgia. Like I said, Jamon Davis he went in the, in the first round. Rashad Bateman he went in the first round. I mean, you just had a lot of folks: Eric Stokes, Tyson Campbell, Zeus Ojulari, Monty Rice, Ben Cleveland, Trey McKitty, Richard LeCount, Trey Hill, Mark Webb. I mean, come on now, Jalen Camp, uh, all these. Come on, these 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 dudes, really 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 proud of them. Uh, if, if they weren't if they weren't from Georgia, they at least went to Georgia schools like Georgia Tech or Georgia. Very proud of them. Hey y'all, I love doing this episode. Interact with me. Tell me what you like, what you didn't like. Again, once if you want to argue, the DMs are open. Let's get it, boo. Let's get it. I enjoy this. I, I enjoy the draft. It's my baby. It's uh, you can ask my partner. I'm up all times at night researching this shit. 
It's, it's a passion for me, and I hope my passion for football spilled out into your ears on this podcast episode. And you know what? Let's do a football preview for the season in the fall. My early, 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 early uh, Super Bowl picks before the season even starts, even before pre preseason, is I have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Surprise, a rematch. Let's go. I end every episode by saying this because everybody needs to hear it every single Tuesday. Be you. Be true and be fierce. You can follow the Game Day T at the Game Day T on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me, myself, D Gill, D G I L T M, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll be doing a very special Mother's Day episode. Please do not miss next week's episode. You will not regret it. Bye bye, everyone.